Hey y'all, hey. This is Allison Grace, and welcome to the Girl 69 podcast. I wanted to first of all thank you all for all of your overwhelming support and listens on my premiere episode. It's very overwhelming to start something new, but the love and the support that I received um, makes it all worth it. So I thank you. If you have not already, please subscribe so that you can always tap in to all of my podcasts. This is the first of many, and I definitely want to make this as lucrative and beneficial for not just me, but for you as well. So uh, every Wednesday at 11, 11 a.m., a new episode will drop. I am very intentional, so I want it to... Um, to drop at that time because I'm all about the numbers so um so yeah so today's episode is about trauma bonding and how it sometimes can be confused with friendship for example in 2020 and 2021 a lot of us um, I, I guess I can say I'm fortunate to have not have to deal with it, but a lot of us here in the world, in America, in New York, where I'm from, dealt with COVID. Either you knew someone that had it or you had a family member. Um, it was a very unfortunate incident, but it brought us together. So that, in essence, is trauma bonding. Um, the same thing with 911. Um, when the towers fell, everyone wanted to be a New Yorker, whether you lived here or not. If you knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who lived in New York, you were able to sympathize, not necessarily empathize with how we felt <clears throat> with losing one of our landmarks, um, the uh, just the hit that America took or New York took as a whole. It affected everybody because New York is indeed one of the major hubs in the United States with imports and exports and fashion and music and so forth and so on. So uh, when when 9-11 happened, it really, really took a toll on us for the reasons of finances. Um, it is also a very big tourist attraction. Nobody wanted to come here. So... It was very difficult. I say all that to say that um, trauma bonding is is something that people were doing. And they didn't even know that. Now we can give a name to what it is because we have identified it. So trauma bonding is... is sometimes and often mistaken as friendship. If that is all that you have to talk about, then that's trauma bonding. Sadly, there are so many people that have not identified that. Have you ever looked in your phone and noticed a phone number and not known who it was? Or even if you did know who it was, you looked at the text messages 
and you saw that the conversation was based around one simple subject. I don't like this person. I don't like that person. This happened to me. That happened to me. They don't ask about you. They don't ask about your children. They don't ask about your family. They don't ask how you are doing as a whole. They don't ask how they can help you, how they can enrich and make your life better. The only thing that's being talked about is this particular subject. And that is trauma bonding. You can identify with it, whether sometimes it happened to you or not, but it is a similar situation to which you can put your minds together and say, hey, let's talk about this. Is it necessarily a healing process? No, absolutely not. But it is something that people do. Now we have to separate trauma bonding and friendships simply because those people that you are bonding with, they really don't care about you. It is imperative to realize that those people that you are trauma bonding with, they really don't care about your well-being. What they do care about is being heard, and that is the purpose of the bonding mechanism, is to be able to vent, to be able to speak your mind about a particular subject or situation, and you be heard. So if I'm talking about Jane, and I say, you know, I really can't stand that bitch, She's annoying. She's this, she's that. And Susan comes and says, oh, you don't like her either? And all we talk about is Jane. Then guess what? That's what the conversation will be about. Jane and I can go shop. Um, Susan and I can go shopping and talk about Jane. And that's it. That is the only reason that we will converse because if we leave the workplace, for instance, and Jane is not there or Jane leaves, I will never hear from Susan again. We have no commonalities at all. The thing that brought us together has not left. So therefore there is a big gap in our communication because the thing that was that we were speaking of has now departed. So now what are we basing our friendship on? If Susan really wanted to be my friend, she would talk about my shoes. We would ask each other what books we're reading. We would talk about a TV show. Things like that. But no. We have chosen to trauma bond. And yes, it is a choice. It is a choice to to, to find something to talk about. To find something that is identifiable by both parties. You can choose to trauma bond, you can choose to to have a real friendship or no relationship with somebody. Some people feel like it's easy to just trauma bond because that's it, that's all I have to offer. Is that fair to someone that actually wants a friendship? No, not at all because what you're doing is you're only giving you a piece of yourself. You're only giving that person a piece of yourself. You're not giving them all of you or 
you and Ian in its entirety. The potential of a real friendship is is very low because in actuality you're keeping them at an arm's length, a safe distance. I'm in these clubhouse rooms and trauma bonding is definitely a thing. There's a lot of talk about black women, black men, the dating, um, relationships. It's something that's talked about on a very, very frequent basis. But is this something that is solution-based? No. If you're talking about something over and over again with no solution and not able to find a plausible cause, then guess what you're doing? You're trauma bonding. And by doing so, you're not wanting to find a solution. So you're talking about things over and over again. It's almost like a hamster wheel. It's a hot topic. It brings you likes and comments and new followers. But (laughs) you're not finding the, the solution. See, if you're going to talk about something with somebody, make sure that you have a solution or a reason or the answer. That is that is what one does usually when you find a problem. However, here in these clubhouse rooms, if you're going to talk about something, it's just venting. People come off their mics. People are just just speaking because everyone is an expert, right? Everyone wants to be heard, right? So what they're doing is they're just simply talking and talking just to be heard, just to hear themselves. And that is trauma bonding because everybody can identify with the particular topic that they've chosen to speak about. And then there are sidebar conversations and so forth and so on. Now, I have made some amazing friends. I've also trauma bonded. And um, sad to say, I don't ever think that I would talk to those people again. I decided to go through my phone and actually delete them. Because we have nothing else to talk about. That also has a lot to do with self-care and mental health. I'm all for health and wellness. We definitely need to be mindful of all the energies that we take in. It's helpful. It's necessary. Clear out your phone. Clear out your mind. Clear out your heart. Because a lot of these things are toxic. And we pull in other people's energies. Other people's traumas. And we don't want that for ourselves. We need for us to be the best that we can be. And if that means removing yourself from a toxic situation. Removing yourself from potential trauma. 
removing yourself from situations that do not serve you, then do that. It's necessary. It's helpful. It's positive. You are allowed to excuse yourself. You are allowed to do exactly what you need to do for yourself. People can question, but it's all about accountability. You have to be available for you. So I've noticed that even in in, in the two podcasts that I've done so far, I'm talking about mental health and wellness, which is very important to me. I've been working on that for almost a year now, and I've decided to remove myself from situations and from people that do not serve me. And I can honestly say I do feel better about life, about myself, because what we don't realize is sometimes those people are pulling us down. And you don't need anybody to pull you down. Sometimes we we do that enough on our own. One morning I decided that I was going to begin to talk nice to myself, to truly give myself grace. I know my name is Grace, but was I really giving it to myself? So as I was putting on my makeup, I was complimenting each part of my face. Girl, your lips are amazing. Your cupid's bow is fire. Your eyes, they're so sexy. Men love your eyes. Your cheekbones are phenomenal. Modelesque almost. You have a smile that lights up a room. Your face is glowing, girlfriend. You are doing it. You have found your joy and your peace. Girl, your voice. People pay for a voice like that. Yeah, I was hyping myself up. And you know what? I had an amazing day. Because I was listening to myself talk to myself. And I realized that I don't do that enough. We have to be nicer to ourselves. It sounds great in essence but we don't do it enough let's be kind to one another trauma bonding is not friendship give yourself the grace that you desire and you need to move on in this cold cruel world I wish you all prosperity, peace, joy, and love. Talk to you soon.